0: Music Podcasts.
1: Hi guys, welcome to Learn Kenyan Love with Wanjiko. I am your host, Wanjiko Mwangi, And as we promised, today's episode is going to be on consumer protection. And as they say, a market without consumers will be a night sky without the stars and the moon. So I have a guest here who is going to help us understand consumer protection in the aviation industry. Karibu Sana.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Please introduce yourself.
0: Uh, Hello, guys. My name is Kennedy Murotsi. I work in uh, Whoson Airport. I'm also in the Aviation Security Department and uh, the Flying Department.
1: Great. So, um, I like the fact that you're also in security as well because, um, of course, when it comes to consumer protection, sometimes... um, we have unruly passengers. First of all, let us, let us even start with those ones. Absolutely. Um, what happens when um you get an unruly passenger on a plane? What are the laws that govern such areas?
0: Now, uh, when uh, you find an unruly passenger, because, of course, you'll always find them. They can never miss. And that's why they say, in a market, you can never miss mad people. Yeah. And w- there's a procedure as to how you need to handle the unruly passenger. First and foremost as the cabin crew, you you are in the aircraft because on the other side, you are the one manning the aircraft. Mm -hmm. The pilot and the the captain and the first officer are at the cabin. So what happens is the cabin crew will report straight to the captain that we have one of the passengers, Mm -hmm. sitting number seat, let's say 2A, Mm -hmm. is unruly and is very abusive and all these things. So as the cabin crew, you are trained on how to make sure that they calm down. don't go into any fist fight with them. Just let them calm down and ask them what the problem is. Show them a very calm face so that they can really calm down. And immediately the captain calls in the station they're going to fly. Let's say, for example, you're coming from Nairobi and going to Mombasa. Midway the flight, you find one unruly passenger and the captain has already, already reported. So he reports to the Mombasa airport. And uh, uh, with the the air traffic. Now, once he's reported that, immediately the information will be passed to the Kenya police. Mm -hmm. And they will be told a certain person is unruly on board. So immediately aircraft lands, he will be arrested. Mm -hmm. Because we are still governed by the Kenyan law. We have the penal code. The penal code guides us. You see, so there is no way you are going to run away from it, mm. and you'll be arrested and prosecuted, and charges will be, be uh, will be taken against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. for unruly person, pass- you can never run away from that because the laws are very clear, and you know we, we never know what your intention is. Yeah. Maybe it's to access the cabin and decides that this aircraft is going to fly to a certain place where you want to, which is very legal. Yeah, so law the law will still take its...
1: Ship and ah. hand, okay. Um, another question I still have on being an unruly passenger is there yes. a way that um, if you're an unruly passenger in probably um a plane of KQ, yes, do they mark your name and decide that you'll no longer fly with KQ ever again?
0: Yes, that's what we call the red flagged people because mm-hmm. they are passengers who are very abusive. Anytime they board the aircraft, they want to abuse everyone. You see, you've had such kind of problems and. Once you're at flagged in any airline, you will never fly again with them. Okay. So once they blackspot you it's the same thing that happened to Mikuna Mikuna. He was not unruly, but he couldn't fly. So no airline will have accepted him because it's coming from the government. Yeah. But what happens here in Kenya is the airline will take its um its it's let's say it will it, it will take law upon its hands and decide that you're going you're no longer flying with them because and they will state the reasons. Why do you because you are unruly, which is a threat to the aviation industry? Because you need proof, or else I'll go sue you. Why are you not allowing me to fly? Yeah, yeah, you well, see, sure. yeah. So, every proper documentation has to be done just to make sure that once you red flagged a passenger, you have everything, you have every evidence to ascertain that he is not or she is not fit to fly with the airline. Yes.
1: Okay, that's good to know, so that we can also behave ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, let's go to the right of passengers, and specifically, which kind of rights do these passengers enjoy if they get flight delays or cancellation?
0: Now, what happens in the airline? Anytime you fly, you find that in your air ticket, they've written your name, mm-hmm. the destination you're coming from, to the destination you're going, the time of departure to the destination that you're going, and just in case you have luggage. What, uh, how you surrender your luggage, depending on the companies, because let's say for our company, you are allowed 20 kilograms to fly as a, as a luggage. So in the 20, it's subdivided into two. So five for hand luggage, 15 for, uh, that can go in the, yeah. in the baggage compartment. Yeah. You see. So with that, uh, the passenger is aware. So you are called p- before, prior. Because you've, uh, you've booked with us. So once we've told you that it is upon us, let's say, for example, we have a delay because sometimes the delays can, can never be controlled. An aircraft has gotten an incident, maybe a tire bust in Mombasa. You see, work has to be done there. That means delay. It will cause the whole delay for the whole the flight leg. Mm. You, we, it's beyond our control mm-hmm. because these are machines. They need to be repaired. They need to be checked. They need to be serviced. And you never plan for these things. You see, they just happen mm-hmm. within a snapshot of a finger. So just in case, maybe, Mayor, uh, just in case you have a tire burst and it will cost a delay, it is upon the company to tell their the passenger has a right to know what time they're going to fly. And that's why it is announced to them that the company wishes to regret that uh, wishes to announce that the flight has been delayed for the next one hour mm-hmm. sorry for the inconvenience then you if they ask why mm-hmm. you have to explain to them that this is the reason that has happened or else the passenger is entitled to go and sue the company because you can imagine you're carrying a doctor who had a medical exactly. uh, procedure yeah. at 12 yeah. and they, you're telling him the flight will be at 2 a.m. Yeah. So he can miss the procedure, you see. So mm-hmm. such kind of information is very vital to the passenger. You yeah. have to ensure that the passenger is aware of any kind of delay.
1: So what are here there is the right to getting um, the right communication. Absolutely. So n- there is nothing else the passenger is entitled uh, to? The
0: passenger, you see, under, under the Civil Aviation Act, mm-hmm. we have a body called the National Aviation Act. Authority uh, administrative uh, for a tribunal. Mm -hmm. It's called the Mm NCAART, the review tribunal, Mm -hmm. and it handles matters to do with aviation. Mm -hmm. The judicial organ for aviation is that body, and they hear any kind of petitions, whether be it delays, whether be it luggage, you've misplaced your luggage and the company doesn't want to take liability. Mm-hmm. a broken luggage, you d- your bag, the way you gave out is not the same way you've received it or you've lost items inside your bag and yet very clearly you remember everything was inside the bag. You see, Uh yes, such kind of grievances that you have. So mm-hmm. in case you have any grievances and you see the airline is not working towards making sure that uh, you get the right customer satisfaction from your side, yeah. you are allowed to go to that body. And that is when now they initiate, Mm we have the jurisdiction to Mm hear on those matters. So you will find the passenger is entitled to so many rights in the aircraft, Mm -hmm. but they are limited. They are not
1: absolute. They are limited. Yes. Okay, that sounds interesting. And I like the fact that you've also mentioned about um, your baggage being... Um, if there's a baggage delay, damage, or loss. Yes. So, one of the rights that I have as a passenger is I can report it, or rather, I can sue at the tribunal. Yes. What else? What else should I know if my baggage is lost?
0: Now, once your baggage is lost, is because what you need to be very careful. And majorly, in uh, maybe, for example, your luggage has been tagged as going to the baggage compartment. Mm. Sure. For your own sake. You need to make sure that you're given a tag number for your bag,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because that tag number will show that your bag mm-hmm. was tagged and was handed over to the airline.
1: How will I show that?
0: The, the tags that you're given mm-hmm. at the counter mm-hmm. desk once you're checking in, because There's one on the bag and one you have. Yes, so once you're given mm-hmm. that tag, you attach it to your ticket, mm-hmm. and it it will show in the system that surely this bag was with us. Yeah. So there's no way the company will is going to say, we are not liable or we do not know where your bag is. Mm-hmm. Where then where did it go to? You see? And that's when, as a passenger, you can sue the company and tell them, I need my bag because it had so this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And it has happened so many times. It's not like it's the first time happening. Yeah. Even in international airlines, you will find the same problem happening. Guys nice travel. You remember the story of Barack Obama when he came to Kenya mm-hmm. the other time. Yeah. His luggages were lost. Yeah. Did you see. So it's not like it's a Kenyan thing, but as airlines, yeah. we're taking very serious measures to make sure that the passenger gets his bag or her bag from the point of departure to the point of arrival so that we don't have grievances of I lost my bag or my bag did this or did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So airlines, we are, I can't say we are a hundred percent perfect on that. We we still working in progress. Yeah, we are yet to find a very lasting solution on lost bags and lost items.
1: So the only thing I can do is sue.
0: Yeah, and maybe ask the company to compensate you.
1: Um, I'm, 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 I'm wondering, doesn't the company have specific guidelines or specific policies that should be followed in terms of compensation if I lose my bag?
0: Yes, there are guidelines mm-hmm. that are that are followed because mm-hmm. the people would be answerable. First and foremost, the person who took your bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's why they advise companies to have CCTVs yeah. just to make sure that they they could seriously trace the bug was given. After that, uh, the person who was in charge of screening the bug, mm-hmm. they have to say if they saw that bug or not.
1: Will they remember? And <laughs> they've seen a lot of bugs in a day.
0: Yeah, they, they have to be very careful because... Uh-huh. You have undergone a training and you know with aviation everything that we do has has a training to it. Mm. So as a as a baggage uh as a baggage let's uh, say your responsibilities to deal with baggage is you need to make sure that you can account for the bugs. And and that is why there's something we call the tarmac ID identification. Mm-hmm. Tarmac ID is where you line all the bugs just uh, just opposite the b- aircraft, every passenger has to identify their bug. Mm. If a bug is not identified, then it will not go. That means you haven't seen a passenger. Yeah. And if you've seen your bug, that means your bag is okay. Yeah. So you can enter to the aircraft. Mm. That is what I think, that is one of the working in progress we've done so far as local airlines are, um, are concerned on baggages. Mm. Yeah, because... Luggage is a very serious concern. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody can travel, then they don't have anything they're going with. So why? Mm-hmm. What is the reason as to why they're traveling to that destination? Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say, Tamac ID has really helped a lot to m- just to ensure that all the bags are identified.
1: Yes. Okay, great. Um. So when it comes to overbooking as a passenger, do yeah. you have any rights?
0: Uh for that, I would say you don't have. Any rights mm-hmm. because you have to be very careful. Uh, we in this, we are in the world of the fourth industrial revolution yeah. and, uh, internet is becoming a big thing. And despite the internet becoming a big thing, don't forget about the cyber security because people, we have con men outside here. So you might be booking an airf- air- aircraft and you don't know what to do. That's mm-hmm. why you are advised. It make sure you have the correct link when booking an aircraft. If, for example, you're booking Skyward Express, just make sure the website reads Skyward Express and it will show you the procedure. If you're not sure, contact their customer care number or just leave them an email telling them that I'm I'm planning to fly to Kunda on Friday at this time and uh, we are this number of people. Of course, they will tell you, with your identification because you have to travel either with your passport or your Mm. id and for kids you have to travel with their birth certificate so once that happens it helps or eases out this problem of of booking Mm. because once you do that then you see it's beyond us you have to be a a bit careful when you're booking for these flights
1: yeah i totally understand that and what happens to or rather do you feel like these airlines have put into consideration When it comes to the disabled people, meaning how can they access the plane and all that?
0: Yes, I will say airlines have done a very commendable job Mm -hmm. in terms, uh, in terms of disabled people because we have wheelchairs and we have Mm liftoffs. So if a passenger cannot walk at all, at all, at all, of course, for him or her to access the airside, we'll have to take them through the wheelchair. They are frisked. Then, when going to the aircraft, they cannot even walk. So they are lifted from the wheelchair to the liftoff. The liftoff is you just carry the passenger with that liftoff to inside the aircraft so that they can just take their seat number. Mm-hmm. Because you'll find some people, their legs, they can't stand, they can't do anything. So I'll say, and always the movement message when it's sent from the point of departure to the Point of arrival, they know that we have a passenger with a special condition, mm. so that's good in uh, in aviation we call them special cases, uh, special uh, cases. So if you have a special case, we will know whether you're blind, whether you cannot work, whether you have whatever kind of thing that problem that you have, you will always be helped in aviation. We have never locked out any person, and that's why you will find Amref is so big in. Air evacuation for six passengers. Guys who had COVID. Remember the president from uh, Burundi was transferred yeah. within from uh, with a with an aircraft to Nairobi. Yeah, so it happens. Yeah, so we I would say aviation has done a very commendable job when it comes to disabled people.
1: That's good to know, and th- that also includes the deaf people as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Okay, so let's now talk about air fares. Yeah. You know, sometimes these airfares are fluctuating, it's expensive this time, mm-hmm. sometimes it's affordable. Is there a regulatory body that regulates airfares here in Kenya?
0: I'll say um, it will be a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. Because yes, in terms of the Kenya Civil Aviation Authority and works hand in hand with the Kenya Revenue uh, mm-hmm. Authority because we are taxed. Yeah. And this is business at the end of the day. But again, you look at this is a private, this is a corporate and we want to make money at the end of the day. So generally, the transport industry, which is not regulated by the government, most of the time, often it you choose your fares, but very considerate. You're very considerate with the destination you're going to, because we all know how much tax per person costs. Mm. But now when it comes to the fare, I would say it depends with the company and the system that helps us book. It's called the AeroCRS. Mm-hmm. CRS. CRS is, sti- is a system where details are fed in for any destination. Depending on the airline, then you're given a unique personal reference number. It's called mm-hmm. the PNR. So in the PNR, that's when it's it's easier for you to see this passenger is traveling from this place to this place. You see? So with them, they've given us our rights, so we know we're the ones to regulate the fares. Either we put it high or we put it low, depending on the season. Because our aircraft is free tomorrow, and we have to pick passengers maybe from Mombasa, and there are many in Mombasa. But from Nairobi to Mombasa, we have few. So we decide, okay, let's do 3,500 shillings, Kenya shillings, you see. So once you do uh, 3,500 Kenya shillings, so many people will book and they will go. It doesn't mean that the next time it's going to be 3,500. We can decide to put it at 4,000 or 5,000, you see. So with corporate, I'll say majorly uh, we are not regulated with how much money we are supposed to charge.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, what other factors, or other what other um, requirements apply when it comes to pricing?
0: Uh pricing, because you have to look at the business aspect of it. We are paying fuel, we are paying navigation, we are paying landing fees, and of of course the crew has to be paid. Yeah. So when you look at all, when you put all those things into considera- consideration, you find that the fri- the prices are going to be a bit high. Not that much high, mm-hmm. but it will be favorable for somebody to travel from anywhere you want to go to, as far as there's an airport, mm-hmm. it becomes easier for you. Yeah.
1: Okay. And do do you feel like we have other general consumer protection laws aside from what we've spoken about
0: uh, in
1: terms of um, the relevance of the people who are operating in the aviation industry? Is there, as a consumer, am I protected?
0: Yes, you're protected, and that's why I, I echoed the NCAA mm-hmm. Uh Also, you find that majorly, when it, when it comes to matters consumer protection, and this innovation industry, the only problem we have is cancellations of flights, delays, lost bags, broken uh, items, and stolen items in the bags. Those are the major consumer protections you will find in the aviation industry. It's not that much because much of it is goes into the safety, security and the operation part of it. But when it comes to matters consumer uh, as a passenger, as a user of airlines, you there's a way the law has been made to only deal with security and the safety. That's why majorly you will not hear so many cases of delays and uh, of uh, companies being sued. If a company is sued, then you know there's a problem. Mm. But, of course, there are cases that have been... Guys will go to court Oh, my, my bag uh, went missing. I didn't find... Uh, the time they say that we're going to fly, it's not the same time. I gave an example of that doctor who has a medical procedure at a certain time. You yeah. see, such kind of things. Yeah, but... All in all, we are working to make sure that all uh, all the consumer rights are well protected in the aviation industry. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Uh, so um, in conclusion, I'd also want us to talk just a little bit about um, how do we handle complaints? How do people in the aviation sector handle complaints? So, regardless of whether my baggage has been lost, whether whatever reason it is, how does the aviation industry handle these complaints?
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We have a custom uh customer feedback mm-hmm. where the customer can always give their views and they can always review the company yeah. and that's why we have a commercial department mm-hmm. which deals with the reservations of tickets this is where the passengers are allowed to say whatever grievances they have mm-hmm. con- concerning your 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 flight you yeah. see and in the world of the social media age you find that in this digi- digital space people mm-hmm. will complain so much about airlines but as airlines, when we receive such kind of messages, what we do is say, we have found a finding. There's a finding. Mm-hmm. And a finding is a mistake. Mm-hmm. So how do we correct it? How do we close that finding? You see, now we work towards making sure that we find that that finding has been closed. Let's say, for example, you go, uh, you go with an KQ flight or a jumbo jet flight or an, uh, any local flight here around, then you're not satisfied with their services. You ask for something, nobody's responding, or maybe the, cabi- the cabin crew is, be- is being a bit rude to yeah. you, doesn't want to offer you the, ca- the correct service. You see, there's a way, there's a channel that you can do it. You yeah. know, So aviation has the customer feedback uh, service, whereby all the customers can always say how what their grievances are. So that once that finding has been found, we need to close it. And in closing it, we, we are trying to say it will never happen again. We are trying to be perfect. Because one of the industries that is most regulated here in Kenya is the aviation industry. Anything you do has to be in paper. Even you raising that complaint. You, you just have need to have the evidence. This is what was said. Because there are forms you're going to feel and write because you have incidences. Let's say, for example, your mom was traveling or your dad or your relative was traveling on an air and he dies on that aircraft. So yeah. who, who are you going to blame? And maybe it's out of natural death because we've seen it. Guys travel and they know they have medical conditions, health conditions that they cannot fly. But you know, you can't put it in your heart and say, I will never fly with that airline. You for For your customer feedback service, of course, you will have to write to them. They need to explain because there's a whole process of how the investigation will be done. And even informing the family, the immediate family, what happened, what transpired, what was the condition. And it's only a medical licensed doctor who will come to pronounce the person dead. The captain can't, the cabin crew can't, no one, unless it's a medical doctor who has been approved by the, by, by the KMPDU to make sure, to, to say that this person is dead.
1: That's really interesting and I like the fact that you've talked about accidents and liabilities that we normally have in place yeah, yes. and I feel like that should be our next um, episode of course because that's very important but in regards to consumer protection one thing that I'm hearing from you is that it takes a lot of honesty and gentleness to, be, to make a customer happy. Absolutely. Same case as we do it here um, in our different dealings when it comes to businesses is the same thing that um, I hear should be applied when you're trying to fly out and enjoying the travel. Absolutely. So again, I really appreciate you enlightening us. It's been a very informative talk and um, again, guys, if you have any kind of questions, feel free to ask and be sure to listen to us in our next episode where we're going to be talking about accidents and liabilities when it comes to the aviation industry. Bye.
0: Music Podcasts, the home of podcasts in Kenya.